As we approach the, the Thanksgiving holiday, I want to share with you a message about the power of giving thanks. I hope it'll be a blessing to you. I think it really will be. So I hope that you enjoy it and share it with somebody close to you. I believe that we should be the most thankful, grateful people on the face of the earth. Because of what Jesus has done for us, we should wake up every day giving thanks. We should give thanks all during the day and finish the day giving thanks. I think it's so important to understand the power of giving thanks. Attitude is so important. Your perspective is so important. And it's so important to recognize that we have the ability and the responsibility to control our thought life and what's going on with our attitude. So you can begin, I think the most important thing to do is begin giving thanks, being thankful. Uh, If you're not thankful, if we're not living in in a gratefulness and thanksgiving attitude, I'm telling you, we will complain, we'll grumble and mumble and do all the things that the children of Israel did that God said he was not well pleased with. When we started um, meeting in our home nearly, actually over 40 years ago, because God had done such a work in our life in August of 1982, we started, we got together some of our friends and said, look, let's get together, meet, and we opened our home, and we had no intentions of starting a church. We had no intentions of doing something for God. We were just simply excited about what God had done in our lives, and we wanted to share that with our friends. And so we opened our home. And as we opened our home, we felt like that there was a a particular passage of Scripture that was just seemed to be exactly what God was saying to us at this time. And I'm going to read this to you. It's Psalm 100. It says, make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endures to all generations. That psalm seemed to characterize everything that was going on in our lives and what we felt like God was saying for us to do. We'd never really done praise and worship. We'd sung hymns and going to church most of our life. We, I enjoyed the, the quote, revival meetings in the summers and the winters, and we would uh, sing songs, but we never really... I don't know that we ever praised and worshiped God. And after God changed our life, nobody said, you need to do this. It was just an expression. I wanted to praise God. I wanted to express in fullness, uh, not just sing a hymn and sit down, but really experience praise and worship like we had never really experienced it. We'd seen a couple of times before we started this meeting, going to some churches and seeing praise and worship. And my heart's desire was to do exactly what this is, is to sing and to praise Him, to adore Him, and to try to do that in our home meeting. We actually made some cards. And on one side of the card, it said, Enter His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. And on the other side, we put Terry and Susan Moore and the address 
and put 730. And we made those cards and gave to people, and they passed them out to their friends and gave them to different people. And it's amazing how many people came to our home on Wednesday nights. And we were experiencing the presence of God in ways that we'd just never done before. But again, back to why I think this is so important, because it says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. I think it's just good manners. We're not talking about getting God to do something, but we're talking about acknowledging who he is and recognizing. And again, we're, we're talking about this is a picture of the temple and or the tabernacle, and the way that they were to come in the, with thanksgiving into his court of praise. We, we don't have that today. Uh, we are the temple of the living God. So it's not a formula. It's not a formula, but I do believe, because this is mentioned so much in the Old Testament, that it's a picture for us to understand the power of giving thanks, of just being thankful, grateful. And it says, um, enter his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. I mean, just the attitude of exaltation, the attitude of worship. God wants us to live this way, not just go to a church meeting, but live this way every day. Be thankful, grateful, um, because he's good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endures to all generation. That is mentioned, I can't tell you many times, in the Old Testament. Why is that so important? Well, it's important because God understood that the children of Israel, because of circumstances in life, because of the stress and the pressure and all that's going on, is trying to constantly pull us away from our focus on Him. And so the enemy does everything possible to try to say, well, God's not really good. If God were good, you wouldn't be experiencing all this stuff in your life. But no, God is good, and His mercy, His kindness, His goodness is enduring forever. And so the children of Israel, God knew that they needed to be continually reminded. And why? Because the enemy does everything possible to try to convince us that God is not good and that he is not worthy of all the praise and all the exaltation and all the giving of thanks that he is worthy. Let me turn to First uh, Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and just a couple of verses here, beginning in verse 16, it says, Rejoice always. And again, this is Paul writing to the Thessalonians. Um, he didn't say do that every once in a while. He said rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Wow. I'm going to tell you something. I've been going through some things that I'm not sure it seems like all that good. But he says, in everything, give thanks, because God is good. And really, he causes, not, he didn't cause, but he said, all things work together for good for those who are called by God, who are loved by him. So we're, Paul is encouraging us to give thanks. Always be thankful, be grateful. Uh, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15 says, therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Now, again, this is, I just love this passage because what it's saying is let's continually offer the sacrifice of praise. Why? 
because a lot of times I don't feel like praising him. A lot of times I don't feel like I don't base on my feelings. What he's saying here, don't don't do that. Continually make a decision that you're going to continually praise him. What does that look like? It's giving thanks. Continually being thankful. Continually thanking him, blessing him, and giving him thanks. And that's really what God wants us to do is to recognize that the power of giving thanks. I tell you, your circumstances may not change, but you will. And being thankful and grateful. Now I want to go back to Psalm 100. And what I want to do there is I'm going to walk through this psalm and talk about some of the attributes of the psalm because it's so important for us to recognize um, some things here that are may not be just real apparent. Psalm 100, beginning in verse 3, it says, Know that the Lord, He is God. There are seven things here I want to point out, and they're basically pointing out about God. Number one, the Jehovah is God. There is one God, and His name is Jehovah, and and we know that He manifested Himself through Jesus, but the reality is, is that He is God. There may be many gods in the world, but there's only one true God. That's God Jehovah. He alone is God. It is He who made us. So that's a very interesting thing. What is that saying? Well, he's saying he's a creator. If he is the creator, then we obviously owe him the respect and the and recognizing that he made us. With the next part of that, and uh, not we ourselves, that means he's in charge. He is not only the living almighty God, he is the creator, and by the way, we aren't. So we need to understand immediately you recognize that, wow, I, I need to be grateful and thankful to the Creator, the living Almighty God, because that's I, I'm not. He created me. I didn't create myself, and I didn't create Him. He created me. And so, to say the least, should we show the respect and the obviously of giving of thanks to Him? It goes on to say, we are His people. Praise God. So the God Jehovah, the creator of all things, made us, and he says, you're mine. Isn't that amazing? He chose us. He called us. I mean, even today, uh, where we live in the timeline, the narrative of God, he chose us. He called us to live at this time. Again, we should be thankful. We should be grateful. It's like, oh my goodness, gracious. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He goes on to say that we're his people and the sheep of his pasture. Wow. Do you understand the context all the way through the Old Testament? And even in the New Testament, Jesus is our good shepherd. Um, he watches over us. Um, all these passages that talk about how he cares for his sheep. Um, wow. He is a good shepherd. So when you look at this, you begin to realize that, you know, God is God. He's in charge. He made us. We didn't make ourselves. We're not in charge. We're his people. That's chosen. That that should be right there. We should just stop and say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that you chose us. We're your sheep. And uh, 
you take care of us. You're a good shepherd. Um, we're the sheep of his pasture. It's his pasture too. He said, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. It's all his. But the truth is, is that he has promised to care for us. Now he goes on to say, enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Why? Because of what we just got through sharing, when you, when you understand how good God is, the creator of the ends of the earth chose us and called us to be his people, to be his sheep. Isn't that amazing? I mean, wow. So what should that do? Evoke praise and worship. It should evoke praise and thanksgiving. And I mean, just with whatever, with everything that we've got. Be thankful to him and bless his name. That's why I'm saying we should we should be thankful, grateful, continually. It's not just because something good goes on. We should always be thankful. We should wake up in the morning and be, thank you, Jesus, that there's breath in, in my lungs today. Uh, during the day, we should be thankful and grateful for everything that goes on. We should be grateful and thankful when we go to bed at night. And you may say, well, you don't know what's going on in my life. You don't know what's, what I'm having to go through and endure. I know. I don't know. But I know this. Verse 5 says, for God is good. He's not just good sometimes. He's not just good when we want him to be good. He's not good when favorable things happen in our life. No, he is good. God is love, and God is good. That's his nature. Hear me. He doesn't just love us. He is love. He doesn't just do good things. He is good. It's his nature. It's time for us to change the way we think, because I tell you, the enemy has done everything possible to try to, to, to put God into some kind of light that's, that's like something's not good. No, he is good. And his mercy is everlasting. And mercy, the word in the Old Testament, mercy is translated uh, kindness. It could be loving kindness, translated sometimes that way. But it's one of the most important words, because what we've talked about before is mercy. It's we we get what we what we we don't get exactly what we do deserve. His mercy it's everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Now, actually, in my Bible, it has endures italicized, which actually means it's not there. It says that the way it was originally written. It says his truth to all generations never ceases. That word truth means stability. It means literally he is the rock of our salvation. So let me go through this again and just set the stage. The reason we enter his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise, and we're thankful all the time is because, number one, God is the only eternal almighty God, our God. His name is Jesus. He is our creator. He created us and not we ourselves. He is God and we're his people. And that's something he called us and chose us. Uh, not only are we his people, we're the sheep, his sheep. And he is a shepherd and a good shepherd to us. And he is good. He's not just sometimes good. That's his very nature. He is good. Regardless of what's going on, he's good. 
All things work together for good for, for those who are called by God and are loved by Him and loved from Him, and we love Him. And the last one is that He is truth. That truth means He's the ultimate stability, and He is, there is no other truth outside of Him. And so all these things, these seven things really give us an anchor point to recognize, that's right, I want to enter His gates with thanksgiving. I want to live with an attitude of Thanksgiving. I'm glad we have a holiday in the United States that's called Thanksgiving. Because again, we should be the most grateful, thankful people on the face of the earth. And that's how we should live every day. We shouldn't have a one holiday. I'm glad that we do as a nation, but we should be grateful and thankful all the time. So this passage of Scripture, while I'm sharing it, is because I hope and pray that it becomes something real to you. I pray that we would live with a attitude of thanksgiving, a heart of thanksgiving. I pray that we'd be a praising, worshiping people because He is worthy of all of our praise and all of our adoration. Really, the breath we breathe is a gift from Him. Everything that we have is from Him and by Him. I just want to pray for us. I want to pray that God will give us a I mean, I'm telling you, a real heart attitude of thankful, being thankful and giving of thanks, because it is so, so very important. Attitude. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you'd help us to see you as you really are. And I pray, Lord, you'd help us to cultivate an attitude of thanksgiving and understand the power of giving thanks and the power to be able to see from your perspective instead of seeing from our limited perspective. You said we're seated in heavenly places in you. And Lord, from your perspective, everything is under your feet. So I pray in the name of Jesus, help us to be a thankful, grateful people. Help us to be a people that praise you and that live continually with our eyes fixed upon you. We thank you. You're good. You're not just sometimes good. That's just who you are. And we thank you that your mercy, your kindness, your loving kindness continually is being pushed and, and brought toward us. Wow. Lord, we are so grateful and thankful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lord, we love you and bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.